Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation audio podcast. We go live every Monday night, talk all things kayak bass fishing across multiple platforms. But we don't get to talk directly to you folks, the audio podcast listeners. Uh, wherever you're listening to us from, whatever platform you use, we want to say we appreciate you guys downloading the show, listening to it while you're driving, working out, or whatever the case may be. If you have the time, take a second and leave us a review. Give us a follow, a subscribe, whatever your platform allows. And once again, thank you for spending a little time with us on the KBN Live replay. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. Happy Monday. What's up, Brian? How you doing, man? Tired. I've had to work today. Yeah. You you had your little brunch live stream today, didn't you? Yeah, been a, been a long uh, Tuesday in the office. I feel like I hadn't left this room all day long. Yeah, I was able to slide over there and, and watch the live stream this morning. We'll talk a little bit about that. But I was happy that Pete said you had the best setup and, and studio of them all. I mean, of Like course. we do here on Hashtag KBN. Hashtag pro, you know. Yeah, we're the PKAs of the podcast world. We ain't, we ain't messing around out here. Yeah, man. Uh, how'd you think we that went We had a good time, morning? man. We had a good time. It was a good a good launch for sure. I think I think it's a good way to kick it off. There's a lot of interaction. I mean, that's what what we want to see. We know how many people there are on the kayak side. We know how fast it's growing. New people coming into the sport all the time. So I think it's awesome that a platform like Bass University has taken notice of that and and really kind of offering almost a shortcut, you know, for people to to be able to gain knowledge. Uh, from reputable sources instead of just you know throwing out noob questions on <laughs> on every forum that they're in all the time yeah yeah pretty cool so i know there was quite a few people on the stream even though it was kind of mid-morning lunchtime depending on what time you zone you were in but what have you gotten since the news dropped like in your dms text general uh feedback i mean a lot of, a lot of positive feedback people really excited about it and and i think we kind of touched on some of that in that podcast you know uh everybody kind of has their own style. And especially if you look at myself and Drew and Jody, like each one of us are, are, are very different in how we approach things. You're going to get that. You're going to get that from, from the top anglers across the industry. Like we started with this, this core group of, of episodes that we have to launch with, but this is going to expand, you know, continue to expand with more and more anglers and their takes on their favorite presentations, or maybe how to break down a Highland reservoir, you know, different, different, very specific things that, you know, I feel like from, from beginner to expert level, you can always learn something new. That's the beauty of the sport. There's always something else to learn. Amen. And for those that are just jumping on that don't know what we're talking about, if you haven't been paying attention this week, Bass University, BassU.TV announced a new kayak section, library. What, what should I call that, Ryan? Edition? I don't know. I just the, call the, it the kayak side of BassU. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to be its, its own genre, right? I mean, there's a ton of technique-specific stuff from, from pro anglers out there already. Uh, but as you know, when you're doing things out of a kayak, there's so many little nuances that are completely different than, than the way you would even do the same presentation out of a bass boat. Yeah, and I think it's going to bring a lot more eyes from that side of things, from the basketball side of things to the kayak side of things. I saw this morning, uh, we're going to ask Pete in a minute, we've got Pete, the dean of Kayak Bashu, or Bashu, and now Kayak Bashu, on tonight to talk about all this. But I saw those guys and and their host, Riz, and those people, their eyes were open just this morning. 
they were kind of blown away by some of the stuff you guys said and some of the, the things you were talking about because y'all talked about rules and techniques and a little bit of rigging just a little bit of everything we touched on a lot we touched on a lot on the on the podcast this morning i'm also gonna ask him why none of my questions were asked because i was in there asking questions and was just straight up ignored i know i saw i saw you were spamming the comment section quite a bit there no <laughs> I, I went back spam. and read through i was like jeff jeff's busy over there yeah, I, was, I went from like my profile to the KBN profile. I was throwing all kinds <laughs> of stuff in there, but I got nothing. I got nothing, but no, I, I get it. It's fine. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, help us out and like the stream over there and comment where you are watching from. We're going to do some kind of giveaway tonight. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going we're gonna to give away something tonight. Man, I wish we had a guy on here that maybe maybe had a membership or something to give Ooh, away. That'd be cool. Yeah. We'll talk about, talk well, about that. With <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see if we can find somebody. Yeah, so you can guess what that's going to be. And then on Facebook, you know the deal. You just like and share to, to get it out there. So like and share, and we'll, we'll fill you in. Uh, oh, Bash U's watching. They said, sorry, it was a crowded <laughs> pod with three guests. They didn't want to hear my nonsense over there. It was kind of cool being someone watching and being able to comment like that. So I got I got out of hand a little bit, Ryan. I apologize. <laughs> You're busy. Busy. Yeah, I apologize. But with that said, what do you say? You want to get uh, let's do it. in let's, here? Let's, he's he's had a long himself. day as well. Uh Hang on just a second. Let me get things rearranged. There Pete, he is. Patiently waiting, sir. <laughs> hey, Welcome guys. to KBN Live. <laughs> I'm 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 not I'm not smoked, man. It's just we I got the greatest job in the world. I get to talk fishing all day. What what could be uh better than that, you know? I don't know how you guys do it so early. That eleven AM startup time is <laughs> I feel like I'm just getting rolling there. <laughs> you know I, I i love that time it's uh you know for us you know what it, it really works well for us because we're getting our whole groups together at that time we're hustling we're at the office and uh we take a break and we roll into the show and uh it's just it's just terrific it's it's great for us and um you know we got a we got a core group that can hang out with us in the morning which we love i'm sure a lot of people are at work uh sorry i would like to apologize to the managers and the supervisors <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know it's it's really cool but this time of night this reminds me i was just telling my wife earlier like um especially during covid i'd be i'd be sitting right here at this desk and we'd be doing ike live we'd, we'd be kicking it off you know around this time every night and and uh, if you ever watch the Ike Live episodes, uh, they can they can go long. <laughs> they go long, and there's no telling what's gonna what's gonna be said on there. <laughs> Definitely entertaining. If you haven't checked out Ike Live, uh, there's a vault of of hours of entertainment out there. Yeah, we, we won't do you like that, Pete. We, we're, yeah. we're pretty strict. We're pretty strict on the time. We'll stay about an hour and fifteen minutes at the most. So don't okay. worry. Don't hey, worry. I'm, I'm all in. I guys used to measure the. Uh, how what? far away their launch ramp was by how many Ike Live episodes they could get in before, <laughs> before they got to the ramp, you know? <laughs> yeah. I've used uh, many of those to get across the country for some of these kayak tournaments. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and just so you know, you've made it to the pinnacle of kayak fishing podcasts, hadn't you, Ryan? Yeah. Already. I mean, it's it's only downhill from here. So, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. We're not, we're not canceled yet, which we no, celebrate we're, often. We're still tell us in. Tell us about, about what kind of what you got cooked up here i know there's been i don't know i feel like it's been two or three years of, of back and forth and negotiating and pleading and <laughs> and we finally we finally got it uh I, I think i think the 
content that you got to launch with, I hopefully reassured you in your, <laughs> in your thought behind the process. I promise, uh, I promise this is going to be a fun ride. Well, it's awesome. You know, it, it always takes longer than you think it's going to, you know, you think, oh man, we want to, you know, we want to launch this new product and we recognize how passionate and, you know, the, the kayak anglers are and, uh, you know, it's growing and it's, it's doing so many different things. And, um, you know, man, what we did, we talked about this about two years ago, I guess that's right. And, uh, you know, but you, you know, you, you have to craft, you know, the, the concept, you got to build the platform to be able to, to take it and stream it. And you've got to build, build out the app, right. So that, you know, you don't get the glitches. Of course, you're always going to get some, but, um, you know, you, you try to get everything right. And then you got to get the right guys, you know, and, and you've got to craft the, 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 the training so that, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's what we want to see at Bash University, you know, cause guys like yourself, right. You know, the best guys, we want the guys that are at the top that are proven that are, that, that have the credentials that are delivering that educational content. I think that's important to us, uh, to our business, model that that you know we've got credentialed speakers and and for those of you that haven't checked it out that you're not familiar with bash university or the product that they put out this is not like jim bob with his gopro down at the boat <laughs> ramp like these are i mean seriously these are are high quality very well produced episodes you have a fantastic cameraman that puts up with all the antics all day long uh but you know they've got a camera boat out there they're getting the angles uh great audio quality i mean it's 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 really you know a product to be proud of it's not just something you know thrown together that that you're not going to get your money's worth out of well i appreciate that and the, we take a lot of pride in that too. You know, we've got a, a terrific production team uh, that's let head headed up by Jeff Olson, who who you met, and he's uh, man, he's got thirty years of experience filming um, all types of pieces for ESPN. That's that's where he comes from. So the 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 production quality is great. So when you know you're talking, you're, you know you're looking at a bait or you're talking about a piece of habitat. You know, we want to be able to get that as best we can to the viewer so, you know, they can see what you're talking about and they can they can duplicate it. So. So, yeah, it's it's you know, it's been a wild ride and we've been working on this project. We've been filming it. Uh, we've been editing it. Um, our open, which I love. Did you the, the open for the videos is is really cool and uh, it showcases you guys pretty, pretty darn well. And and um and people, you know, so far people have loved it. You know what? You know what's really cool? We, like, I think I might have mentioned on today's show, we put out the request of like, "Hey guys, show us your kayak pics. How many? How many of you guys? How many of our viewers are, are, are kayak guys? You know, and and man, we just got flooded with them. And it, it's it's a it's a really big segment of uh, of what we're doing already. And you know, so I, I'm excited about that. You know, it's it's a it's a big world. It's a fun you know, group of guys, like we talked about, you know, today. And, uh, you know, we're, we're thrilled to be here. Ryan, would it be okay to watch a little clip of what you guys got going on over on kayak bash you or bash you kayak? What do you think? <coughs> I'm okay. Yeah. If Ryan froze up for a second, I don't know, but I'm going to play the clip. <laughs>
Who's that guy? I don't know. That's probably why I froze up. He kicked me off my own my own clip here. So your choice of kayaks oh. is really revolving around the types of water you plan to access. Today I went with my lighter weight kayak because the area that I'm going to fish can't be accessed by a traditional boat. Uh, I'm going down this remote trail uh, to the back of this slough to scupper cart out. I'm going to flip this little ball and unlock the scupper carts. Very cool. So, so the point is, <laughs> Very we cool. want to take you through everything. Seriously, from, from you yeah. know, rigging out your first kayak to transporting your kayak, you know, the proper way to enter your kayak. Like we're going from beginner level all the way into, you know, high level technique specific forward facing sonar, uh, and beyond. I mean, we, we really want to cover all the bases because there are so many people that come into this sport and this is their first vessel of any kind. This is the first time they've been on the water. Definitely a lot of times the first time people have targeted bass or, or competitive bass fishing even. Uh, so I think, you know, you have to cover all these, all these bases, uh, to get people, you know, to, to where they're comfortable and, you know, not everyone's going to need those beginner episodes, obviously, but you can learn some kind of, you know, tips and tricks as far as rigging out your kayak, maybe, uh, from a perspective that you didn't consider before. I a hundred percent agree. And, and, you know, when we, when we launched, you know, we, we're being careful about, you know, selecting what the topics are going to be on the, on our first, uh, you know, our first releases, which are the, the three of you guys, you know, yourself, uh, J Jody Queen and, and Drew Gregory. And, and you took the, uh, you know, the, the, the how to launch your kayak uh, seminar. And, and that's great. And it's important. Uh, a lot of people are looking at this. They're intimidated. Uh, they're, they're thinking about getting involved and, you know, that type of training is, is critical, uh, for, for that person. And, and for the person who's been doing it forever, you're, you're giving them ideas and, and, um, things maybe they hadn't thought about that will make their process a little bit more seamless. And, you know, we had, uh, Jody talks, uh, in depth in his seminar this week about, uh, a little bit more advanced rigging, you know, the Yak Attack products, the uh, the torpedo motor, the, you know, how he's, how he's rigging out his tackle system uh, for, you know, the guys that are, you know, have a lot more detail in their, in, you know, in their kayak fishing. And I know you have that too, Ryan, we're going to get involved with that with you real soon. And, um, and Drew took on, which I thought was really cool. Uh, you know, he's a jig guy, right? He, he's a self-proclaimed uh, jig fisherman. Uh, really won a lot of money and a lot of tournaments doing that. And it dives into the details. And I, and I was fascinated, you know, just listening to that too, because it, it really, um, it was an, it, it's an interesting philosophy that he uses no matter what body of water he's at. Uh, like we were talking about, you know, in, you know, a little earlier is that he's kind of like the John Cox of the kayak world. And, uh, Using that strategy, going going strong with a jig, uh, you know, unapologetically getting after it, like digging digging for backwaters uh, where the fish have not seen baits, and uh, and and using that strategy and diving into the gear like braid direct, just period, braid direct. That's all he. Uh, that's all he does. All braid, braid all the time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man, it's crazy. 
<laughs> and, and it's and it's usually very fast moving baits too. We did a Z-Man shoot and mm-hmm. like I'm, you know, flipping and trying to pitch around these these bushes and cypress trees and he is just bur- I mean just burning a bait all day like there was no low gear at all like it's just burning a bait all day long. Yep. And I was going to follow up Pete to ask you just in the short time you've been been filming some of this stuff and talking to the kayak guys, what are the nuances you've you've learned if anything different from the bass boat world from some of the pros you've already worked with on the bass boat side well you know the i guess one of the nuances and was uh greg de palma um kind of you know he he dove in right <laughs> how awesome is that right you enter your first uh, kayak tournament and you win it yeah you know? and he dove in and and i was asking him about it and, and he said well i had to, i used the same gear but I just modify things like the, the action of the rod, like where I might normally use a, a medium action on a particular technique. And when I'm, when I'm fishing from my kayak, I step it up to a medium heavy or heavy action, or I'll add length uh, on the rod to be able to get uh, the pressure I need. Uh, you know, when, when, you know, I'm trying to set the hook, you know, the kayak's moving, a little bit more it's moving towards the the target a little bit more and you know he needed to you know bear up and and add pressure to it uh and that so that was interesting i'm, I'm starting to, to you know see that and uh those little differences the the use of uh you know mapping and aerial photography now we use them i mean i study google maps like crazy but you know, a lot of, you know, like Drew was talking about using them, you know, you're, you're finding the, the, these, these little tiny waterways that you can access these little backwaters that may be forgotten and, you know, using them in a different way. I can never get my boat in there. You know, it's just, no, for it's, sure. You, you can only get so many kayaks in there is the tricky part with that. Stuff. <laughs> I guess that's true. But let me ask you this. Uh, it, like what I, I wanted to ask you guys this question on the show, but we, we were going long and uh, the forward facing sonar uh, wave you guys. The, the, and we talked about that, how this technology is available on the kayak while the kayak guys are using it. Is that lessening the pressure on those backwaters? Not right now because there's 200, you know, 200, 230 person tournaments happening right now. So, so you're getting a pretty decent amount. I mean, if you look, I would say if you look at the majority of kayak anglers, most of them are beating the banks. You know, most of them are looking for those as a kayak angler, you're kind of trained and brought up to try to find those harder to access off the beaten path kind of areas that may hold a pocket of fish that haven't seen a bait, you know, in a year or two years or whatever. Uh, so that that's always, in my opinion, higher pressure uh, in the kayak tournaments. And I honestly, I think obviously forward facing sonar is a game changer across the sport, but I think that's one reason why these guys that are so good with it in the kayaks are just mopping the floor. Cause you got 170 people on the bank and you've got 10 or 15 out there offshore suspended fish uh with this forward facing sonar i think that's one of the one of the main things is in in kayak tournaments specifically those fish aren't getting that pressure for that you know week that we're on the water yeah and some of our new rules have have kind of affected the backwater stuff as well because it's it's more work to get there now 
because I mean, you, you have, have to launch from yeah, you... from the lake itself. So, yeah. you know, we we alluded to that some on on the episode mm-hmm. earlier, Pete. But you know, you used to you could launch from really anywhere, and there was no real policing it. If you were flown in with a helicopter and dropped off, as long as you took out somewhere legal, <laughs> that was only that was really the only time somebody's going to run into you. So uh, they they changed the rules in these bigger tournaments, which I think is for the better. If you can still legally access that water and put in the work to get to it, then you know you're fine. Yeah, that's the only thing that it cut out. If you can get there, you're going to have it all to yourself because people, a lot of people, you know, if you can just drive to it and drop in, that's one thing. But the work it's going to take to get up there, if you can figure it out and make your way up there, you're you're going to have uh, have it all to yourself probably. Yep. Yeah, that's 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 a, that's a neat to me. That's the funnest part of, of that, you know. Of, of being in a kayak is it brings me back to that's that's how i started you know we were we were digging for those places uh that were out of the way and and uh we've had some, people literally yeah. dig for them dig, dig some people do that too through a berm yeah i mean there's all kinds of wild shit that goes on out here you never know you never know what's coming next man <laughs> Is that true? If guys done that, have they hundred hundred thousand percent true? Yeah, we've got pictures. Oh, yeah. We have we have photos from the anglers themselves. It was deemed it was deemed inappropriate before the tournament started, but they had already dug the Panama Canal down on Ufala <laughs> to get to this dang pond. So <laughs> you never know. You never know what's uh, what's what's going to happen next. Chainsaws and backhoes. You never know what you're yeah. going to have down there. So. Uh, it's fun. I mean, it's a growing sport, right? So you you've been in the bass boat world forever. You've seen the evolution, the changes, the rule modifications, polygraphs, you know, slap on a wrist, you get a fine, you know, the difference in punishments. But we're we're going through all that now, you know, and I feel like mm-hmm. at a at a rapid pace because kind of the spotlight got on kayak fishing pretty early on. So now with the way we run tournaments where your stringers on the internet forever for everybody to pick apart every day <laughs> for the next month, like in what bass boat tournament can somebody go through your stringer for a month and critique every judging call or, you know, any, you know, deformity on the fish or whatever. I mean, it's, it's under a microscope all the time. And that's one of the things honestly that i think is one of the weaker points of kayak fishing it's it's it is just it's made for criticism it's built for it yeah that's that's rough like you were telling that story uh on earlier today about that fish you caught twice and i'm like how in the world did they figure that out you know i don't know i don't know but i chat gpt (laughs) the ai the ai got him something got me for sure yeah i mean you could you could like i've heard like uh you know of the social media guys you know that are that they might you know catch a big fish and they'll take pictures from different angles and make it appear as though they've caught like a 10 pound class fish five times you know and, <laughs> and people are coming out of the woodwork wait a minute the scale patterns are the same that's the same fish you know you're scamming us that's uh yeah, that's man. That's we the had a guy trip. that drug one around till it was about dead two weeks ago, <laughs> and he submitted it like he submitted it in the tournament, like every two hours or something. To the fish was like, "All right, bud, like I'm checking out here." Like you could see the fish progressively getting like more pale, <laughs> and its gills getting more red. It's like, "All right, this one's about done here. You can let it go now." That's all. That's all. Have you guys have you guys had a lot of that? 
expenses of fair amount. Fair Alabama. amount. Yeah. yeah. Fair amount. But you know what? It builds a database of what to look for, Pete. It does. That's what we do. We've had people <laughs> scrape the scales off of fish and cover them with their hand and submit one picture with the hand covering the scrape mark and one not. We've had people draw on them with Sharpies. We had a what? dude cut a tail off and he would, under his hand, he would hide the, the current fish's tail and have the dead tail sticking yeah, out it was over like it. like the thumb trick where the thumb moves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, oh, we've yeah. had some we've had some real humdingers around here. Wild times makes for good podcast content though, Pete. It does. So yeah. We have an unlimited source of entertainment to draw from here. Yeah. Well, we we've had a few uh, mishaps ourselves over on the 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 boating side. Oh, that yeah. guy to built false live wells. You know, where really? they have like uh, extra tanks in their boat. And this one guy was awesome. He uh, he would catch like a pounder. <laughs> And, and he would swing it in the boat and he'd go to put it in, in his live well. When we put it in, he would open up like a trap door and he would, he would let the little two pounder he just caught in, in the tank and he'd pull out like a four or five pounder and, and bring it into the live well, you know? And, uh, mm. you know, was, yeah, I mean, he got caught cause I guess his co-angler or something said, wait a minute, I saw those fish. They were two pounders. And he's what weighing snitch. Yeah, he's weighing in twenty five pounds. Yeah, we've, hey, yeah, we've we're, had, we're all just we're all just humans out here doing the same nonsense, aren't we? Man, <laughs> but you know, I, if at me, I mean, I guess the bigger the money gets, you start seeing stuff like that, and the, and people come out of the woodwork and they start acting weird, you know. But I don't know. I'm a, I'm a bit of a purist. I don't want to win that way, you know. Yeah, we got weights and fish. Yeah, <laughs> wait. I mean, what, this what's is your while we're on this subject, I want your opinion on it, Pete. What's your opinion on polygraphs? Are they do they do anything or are they just a deterrent? I mean, what's your opinion on it? Because we we have the option to polygraph in some of these bigger tournaments, but unless it's as far as I know, just like the tournament of champions will polygraph, you know, the top two or three, but other than that. We got people out here fishing for ten grand, and there's really no no fail safe at all. There's not even yeah. a, a checkup. Well, well, you, you know Trip Weldon. Um, he was the tournament director for uh, Bassmasters for mm -hmm. a long, long time, and uh, we we in interviewed him, and he he was he shed some light on the situation for me with respect to that exact thing. It he. In, in essence, and I'm paraphrasing. I'm sorry, Trip, um, but the, the, he's probably he, not listening to this. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> he, he basically he, he led me to believe that there was a bit, you needed three things. You know, one one, um, um, I guess enforcement action or or one thing is not enough to DQ a person. In other words, you can't DQ somebody off of a polygraph right. if they. Fail. Right. You have to have a polygraph and uh, a, a, a personal ID from somebody or a vid or a video or uh, some kind of proof other than just a accusation. Exactly. Exactly. It can't just be a polygraph or an accusation. It can't be one thing. It has to be multiples to be able to give a definitive disqualification. And so that being said, the polygraph is one, you know, I think it should be used. I think it definitely is a deterrent. 
uh, but a polygraph in conjunction with somebody saying, hey, I saw him do that thing. Uh, now, now you're getting in the, in the realm of, okay, we've got enough juice to, to kick this guy to the curb. So, you know, I, I I think it's key. I think it's important. I think just just having it implemented is, is in a lot of people, I'd say probably 95% of cases, it just being in somebody's mind that they could get caught. I think that's going to make them think a lot more than just knowing that there's zero chance that they're, that they're going to get caught unless somebody just happens to see them in the act of, of whatever it may be. Well, I, I'm one of those guys. I'm, I'm probably honest to a fault because I worry about it. Like, like I'm, I'm doing well in a tournament. Maybe I'm going to win this one or have to get polygraphed. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh my God, did I do anything? You know, like I'm going, memory banks like oh there was some dude on the dock that that gave me you know told me that a, a black and blue jig was an important tool and i didn't ask for it but he said it is that going to dq me you know and when i you know, when I, I was winning the toc i called our tournament director aj i called him and you could ask him I called him at least a dozen times on that second day just to triple check everything. I was like, is this okay? Is it okay if I do this? Will you please double check all my fish right now and let me know if I've done anything wrong? Like, please yeah. don't let me screw this up. Yeah. I had one, I had a voice stress analysis back in the day, Ryan, with the KBS when I won one of those tournaments. And by the end of that, I had convinced myself that I'd done something wrong. I was so nervous, even though I hadn't. So, yeah. it, you know, it's, it's something else, but it is a great deterrent. I agree. Um, I, I- I had one of those stress analysis. I took that kind before too. And after I was done, I said, did I pass? <laughs> and the, the tester was like, well, I, I, I don't know. What do you think? Did you know, did, <laughs> did you tell me a lie? You know, and, um, I know. Well, and then the questions they ask you too, they're like, have you lied to a loved one in the last seven years? I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah probably like 15 minutes ago. Like, what? Do you, what's your point? <laughs> what does this matter? I didn't cheat at fishing. God dang, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. Doesn't even know him. That family member doesn't even know I'm fishing. What are you talking about? No, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, all right. <laughs> Pete, I've been letting some some questions build up. Uh, Ryan, what do you say we go through some of these questions? That let's do it. I see all your all right. stars over here. I've been starring them up. So let's go first to YouTube. Uh, this has been asked a couple times, but I'm only going to ask Pete once. Max Lee over on YouTube says, will, will Pete, he said the Pete, but I think he just meant will Pete ever no, jump into a kayak Pete. and fish a kayak tournament? Will you do some GDP and jump over to the kayak side? Man, I, I tell you, Ike's been poking at me to do it. He's like, man, you ought to get in and because he loves it. He's had so much fun doing the events that he does. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's very possible. You might, you might see me do that. I, you know, I'm concerned cause I can't stay in a bass boat and keep dry. So I don't know how I'll be able to stay in a kayak. What if we park a kayak next to your bass boat and when you cartwheel <laughs> out, you just land in the seat. That, yeah. that would be the perfect solution. for me. Say one of the, one of the things of becoming a real kayak angler is falling out of it. So you've already done it in the boat. So you've already broke that barrier. You've already broke that barrier. You're good to yeah. go. Yeah, I'll be I'll be good to go. But I I, I, re- I really like the concept and it looks fun. What I what I've heard and I and I and I'd love to be part of is is like the brotherhood and the the camaraderie that that surrounds these tournaments. That everybody seems to just be having such a good time. You know, come hang out at the Ike Charity uh, tournament up there on the Susky. Yeah, I need to do that. Just come That's- hang out and maybe bring a guy with a camera and we can film some river fishing stuff up there. That's 
kid. I imagine there'll be some smallmouth caught. Maybe there will be a lot of smallmouth <laughs> caught. That place is is magic, which I'm sure you've had some experience on that as well. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's about the most fun river fishing kayak tournament I think in the country is is on the Susky for sure. Yeah, yeah. GDP kind of GDP called a shot at that one too, Ryan. He said he's ready for that one. I know he he called a lot of shots. Now you got to give him credit for that. He came oh, in guns a blazing, no doubt. Well, he's got All a little right. bit of side edge. I know he's he's real tight with the boys at Susquehanna Fishing Tackle, so he he might he might have a few waypoints to to help him along. Well, honestly, another part of the rules of kayak tournament fishing is the information part's pretty much wide open as long as you don't pay for it. <laughs> so, yeah. so there's not really, uh, you know, if you've got a good network, which, you know, a lot of the, the collegiate anglers coming up, they have a huge network of, of, you know, resources across the country. And if guys aren't fishing against them, they don't care to put them on fish or whatever. I think that's, you know, that's another kind of differentiator on our side is, in the big leagues as far as hobie bos and bass goes there's not really a a strict information rule in place per se does it does that go through the like the official practice and the tournament or does it shut down at all no you you just can't you can't pay you can't pay for information you can't uh during Mm -hmm. during official practice you can't communicate with a guide at all okay okay interesting yeah, you can't and you can't solicit information during the tournament. Right. Okay. You can't ask. You can't ask right. anybody, but if your homie right. rolls but if up Joe on Blow you, is out there in his bass boat running around and he's like, "Hey man, there's a school out here on the ledge." Legal. Yeah. Don't know Le- how. Legal. <laughs> I I tell you it's so funny. Cuz we have that a similar rule, you can't you can't solicit, you can't ask for help. And um it's like you you'll be fishing down the dock row and and uh, you'll tell you'll tell I, I'm not allowed to get any information. Uh, it's off limits. And they'll every single time they'll say, "Oh, okay. Well, then I I won't tell you that <laughs> a lot of four pounders caught here on spinner baits, you know, right down this bank, you know." And and I'm like, I guess that's legal. I guess I'm good, you know. <laughs> yeah. I protected right. my. We're getting comments on YouTube saying, keep doing these on Tuesdays. I work on Mondays. It was a holiday, man. So you get the benefit. Sorry, dog raptor fighter. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, like I said, we're doing a, a like and share contest tonight on Facebook. YouTube, all you do is like and comment. What kind of membership are we giving away? Pete, are we giving away a, a month, a 60-day? What, what are we doing tonight? Oh, man, we're, we're going to give away a one-year subscription Whoa. Uh, to uh, – to, I heard you talking about it, and so I'm like, man, we got to roll out. So it was got, something we, I was supposed to ask you beforehand, and I just <laughs> decided decided I'd spring it on you now. You know? Oh man, we're we're gonna we're gonna hook them up. We got a kayak, uh, our, our brand new. They're not even in yet. We've uh, designed them and ordered them, and we haven't received them yet. So we've got a brand new Bash University kayak hats. So they're gonna get one of those. They'll get a Bash U T-shirt, and uh, and I'll probably throw in a few other things there. Wow. Uh, That's huge. There. Look at there, Bash you one year membership plus some swag. Come on, yes, I can share. Yep, you know the deal, fellas. But, like that, movies, that's so. one of that's one of the things that you get um, as part of your Bash you, uh membership is we've got uh, some amazing member benefits from companies like Rapala, Storm, VMC, Missile Baits, um, you know Hobie Eyewear, uh, you know you name it. Uh, epoch batteries lithium batteries and uh and a, and a lot more really really great buying opportunities that are in, in they're they're well worth 
you know, everything that you might pay in a subscription to bash you. Um, it really, really good stuff. So good. As a matter of fact, I can't really go into more details than that. You get, you have to come up and check them out, but, but, uh, suffice it to say, you're, you're going to save a lot of money on your tackle. That's awesome. And the value, the value is, is more than just the information that you get, which is invaluable. You can't put a price tag on being able to pick the brains of, you know, the best, the best in the business here. There you go. Uh, next question is going to come from Facebook. Jason Dvorak, Pete, I enjoy Bash U. Awesome. Wondering when or if you guys are planning on getting the app on smart TVs. Right now, I just watch on my iPad, but I can't watch it on my Apple TV, TV box. Thank you. Well, that's, you know, being able to, one of the cool things from your, uh, from your iPad or your iPhone is you can, you can uh, cast to your smart TV without having to have any kind of device. So if you have a smart TV, you can, you can, you know, pull up the app. Uh, you can do it on your, um, on your laptop. You can do it on your iPad and you can cast right to your smart TV as it is. So that's available to you right now. No need for that. I like it. Uh, let's see. Katie Baca, mama Baca. Hope that baby's doing good. Katie. Uh, do you plan on inviting some ladies of the sport to teach? And that kind of leads into a question I had, which was, can you reveal any more of your, your roster of kayak anglers? Uh, well, you know, I, I will say this to two that, um, that are coming. Of course, we, we have uh, GDP coming. He's with, he's been with Bash University for a couple of years and he went out and won right away. So we, we had to have him give a lipless crank, lipless crankbait seminar that he used to win at Gunnersville. So, um, we've got, we've got that coming. Of course, Ike is going to be there and, you know, we're, we're working with Ryan and, and, uh, yes, we're, uh, uh, Christine Fisher, who we've interviewed, uh, on our podcast and she is one at, at, at the top level. I'm, I'm interested. There's a lot of people that, that we'd love to have who, who look, I'm, a, I'm open to suggestion. Who, who would you guys like to see? uh at Bash throw some in the comments throw throw some in the yeah. comments that you'd like to see seminars from but I, I think like you said obviously christine she has a, a ton of experience all over the country mm-hmm. um i think you know i think maybe get old jordan marshall on there to talk some uh some river fishing uh would be good we i think you have to have uh, a forward-facing sonar course if not it's a couple you know maybe mm-hmm. some guys that are you know, the finesse fishing with forward facing sonar, the big baits, like we saw Ewing dominate at Seminole, throwing those giant glide baits in 30 feet of water on forward facing sonar. Uh, I think, I think, you know, we really have an unlimited pool of, of talent to, to pull from. But, uh, you know, I, I think that's the biggest thing is, is, you know, kind of picking who's got the the specialty that we want to target and then uh you know timing wise too right you don't want to be teaching you know you don't want to do a spawning episode in the middle of the summer or or early fall or something you want to try to to have those filmed and release dates where they're gonna be beneficial i think to the to the first time user as it's coming out some of the names getting thrown in here. We got Damian Tal. He would be awesome. Rolando Nandine, one of the, one of the most uh, intelligent anglers we've ever had on. Uh, Greg Blanchard, somebody threw Christine in there. Jay Wallen, I think, needs to get a look. Jeff Little's getting thrown in the comments. So tons of tons of options people are throwing in there. Cody, and, Cody Milton, and Russ. I don't want to spoiler alert it, but there's a, there's a list that's 
<laughs> that that exists with most of those names on it so far. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. you know, we I honestly like when, when we first started this discussion, we we went through and, you know, as Pete said, it's been a couple years in this process, go making sure that we had a, a, a talent pool and then also a ton of topics. We, I mean, you know, tons and tons of topics. That way you can kind of assign certain topics to people's strengths. Uh, you know, we want it to match up and, and be a great end product. Agreed. And, and, and that's, you mentioned the, the strengths and, and that's such an important thing. And, and I recognize that as, as a teacher, you want, you want the guys talking about what they're really good at. Uh, and that it delivers such an amazing uh, teaching experience, uh, you know, in, in other words, you know, you, you don't want me talking about throwing a drop shot. I don't, I don't know how to spell drop shot. And so it's, it's not, in, it's not in my wheelhouse. Right. And so when I was, you know, getting people for Bash U, I wanted Brett Height. I wanted Aaron Martins uh, to be talking about that technique. And, and that's what I want. Uh, you know, that's what we're going to do here. And we already have, we want the guys that are, you know, that are excelling at a certain technique. It's their claim to fame. And that's what we want them teaching about. And it's, it's amazing. You know, something happens, Ryan, when you, when you put a guy, you know, in front of the camera or in front of the classroom that, um, you know, is, is forced to prepare, you know, we're asking him to prepare, uh, for instance, talking about spinnerbait fishing. Maybe that's what we're going to be talking about today. You, as you start to go through that process, um, I, you, the angler starts finding things that he didn't really know about himself. Like, I don't know why I do it that way until I have to teach it. And then once I start trying to teach somebody, it all, all of a sudden it starts revealing itself to me like, oh, I'm doing that because it triggers more strikes in this situation or you know i've learned how to deal with deep water uh in that scenario and these these little details start coming out that really make the magic you know like everybody can say oh yeah you know i use a a, a double will leaf you know when there's a lot of bait fish around but you know getting into those real subtle details that that really matter that make all the difference that's that's what Ryan. That's your job now too. That's my job. Is we've got to bring that out of everybody. We got to get those little details out because that makes the magic. Uh, and that's and, something and, that that you guys did great. Uh, it, that when we were shooting on Lanier, asking some of those questions. You know, the the guys on the on the camera boat doing mm-hmm. the production part of things, asking those questions. Well, why'd you turn your boat this way when you did that? Why did you lower your rod tip, you know, when you made that cast? Those things that, again, is second nature to us that are out there doing it every day. But then you sit and think about why, and you're like, oh, well, because I didn't want to, you know, bounce off that dock float or whatever it may be. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, those are the kind of things that the little the little details that I think will will take it from, a basic explanation to, you know, more of a high level, you can go out there and duplicate it yourself. That's it. That's what we want. I, that's my ultimate goal. When somebody watches one of a Bash University product, that they have an, an excellent opportunity to go out and duplicate that technique themselves. You know how it is. Like you'll, you'll ask, you know, you'll get the doc talk, you know, like, uh, 
uh, hey, yeah, the fish are on the points, you know, and you go out there on a point and you're like, well, this point's a half a mile long. <laughs> you know? They're out there, man. <laughs> yeah. Some side, it's got 30 feet off the end of it. There's grass up on top. What, what, what do I, where do I start? You know? And, and that's what I wanted to try to shed the light, you know, and, and, you know, peek behind the curtain and say, okay, we're going to be talking about points, but we're going to be talking about, you know, uh, current sweeps on points and how to, how to move a, you know, deep diving crankbait through it and trigger strikes. You know what I mean? Just diving in to those details. So person watching, man, they're, they're confident and they're out there on the water when it's just them, you know, and, and they're having to try to figure this out. You know, they, they have an excellent opportunity, excellent chance to try to duplicate that pattern. So that's always in the back of my mind when we're producing these to, to make sure that we're delivering that and we're getting all those questions answered and out in the open. So, so honestly, we, we take people, when people go out, they have a great experience, you know, they're, you know, we want that. We want that for them. We want them to go out and have success and catch fish and, they're going to come back to fishing and they're going to be one of us. You know, they're going to be lifelong anglers. And, hey, and uh, Jason, Jason Willis <clears throat> made a, a very applicable comment there. Uh, the presenters need to be good speakers as well. Like you, you know, it's, it's different when you're talking to your friends versus when a camera comes on and you're, <laughs> you're actually <laughs> trying to remember what you're supposed to say. <laughs> like you think, you know what you're talking about until they hit record. And then your mind just goes completely blank on, on what you thought you were about to teach somebody. Uh, that's awesome. We, little, we get the stage fright out there sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we get the, the, the instructors do sometimes, but our instructors are all good. All you guys are amazing. And, uh, it's fun because we say like, we get such enthusiastic response from people that use the, the service and, and they're like, man, this is, this is incredible. This is the greatest thing. And use it to go out and win my, my local club tournament. And I can't thank you. And I'm like, wait, wait, stop. All right, and then you then you hold up your camera and, and you push record and you say, "Okay, yeah." <laughs> they go Ricky Bobby. They just freeze and start doing this. <laughs> well, what's that? I said they go Ricky Bobby and start putting their hands in their armpits and don't know what they, to do. They do exactly that. They they go yeah. walk in, man. They they freeze right up and uh, but it's it's hard. It's not easy to do, you know. And that's why, like you said, Ryan, we we come on site. Uh, we've got a lot of experience doing this sort of thing. We've got a good ear uh for this stuff so when when we see uh, an instructor like skip over something because they do it naturally they've been doing it for 20 years they don't know why they flip the bail at that moment or they don't know why the rod is in this position they just have been doing it forever so when you see something that's unique or might have been skipped you know we can interject and say hey can you talk about why you did it that way and um and and that's that's part of our process and i think it's real important Ryan, you caught that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only school he's ever paid attention to pete's bash utv <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out shout out to jason good job you passed <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had a question this is a question and a comment from johnny maddox who will probably win the membership tonight uh he said it's obvious that pete has a passion for this which that is obvious and then he also asked, and this has been asked a couple times, are there any live seminars planned like you've done with the basketball guys for the kayak folks? Yes. Yes. You can look for those coming in the spring. Uh, we we want to do our, our first classroom 
uh, seminar uh, with with the kayak guys. But I think it's it's important. It's been an important part of our program, um, just because it makes the seminars, it makes the teaching so great. When you have a teacher up there staring at a classroom, uh, there there's just something magical that happens there. The, there's a sense of man, I just really want to help these guys, and you hear stuff. I mean, it's just amazing. I call it blow, blow your hair back moment, you know, where you hear something like, wow, I never thought about it like that. And hear those moments. And it comes a lot of times in the classroom and it, it can come sometimes by the class asking questions or it can just come by the by the instructor just remembering a little detail that that, you know, he didn't even know he knew. And um, but yes. Uh, we are going to keep you guys posted. Uh, we are going to be we're going to be on site, but we, we I love our classroom seminars. Our students love it. It's a it's a ball. We get together for a weekend. We talk about fishing for for two straight days when it's freezing cold out and nobody can fish. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's a great time. But look for that look for that to come in 2024. Uh, a few more YouTube questions. Joe Mack asked, "Is it a, is KBU a paid subscription thing, and how much are the memberships?" That's, well, that's a good question. It is. It's a subscription. It's uh, it's fourteen ninety nine a month. Uh, right now, uh, we go to bashu.tv backslash kayak. Uh, if you guys can put the link up, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But uh, the uh, right now it's thirty. You can try it for thirty days free. Go check it out. Um, and we also have an annual subscription, which is is the best deal. It's thirty three percent off, uh, which is one hundred and nineteen dollars, I think, for the year. And uh, we, we have a, a awesome tackle pack with a Rapala uh, DT16 and a Z-Man chatterbait and, and a big bite pack of baits and VMC and a, and a custom Bashku kayak hat, which uh, there there you can see that right up there in the center of the page. So uh, those are those are the two ways that you can get involved. Uh, if you're not sure, come check it out for 30 days for free. You'll get to see all the kayak content that we have right now. We'll be releasing a new piece of kayak uh, training every single week, and uh, you'll be able to get, you know, get a good feel for it and decide whether or not you'd like to be the part of the program. I think you will. Uh, one of the other cool things is, um, you know, as being as a member, uh, you also have access to everything on Bashi TV. So all the seminars that are done uh, by the, you know, the Bassmaster and the Major League Fishing guys is uh, you'll be able to, you know, have access to all that content as well as part of your membership. And that was one of the questions. A huge library, huge library. If you've never looked at it, I mean, it is, it's massive, the amount of, of videos and seminars that they have online right now. Yeah, that was one of the questions from YouTube is, will you have full access to the site if you're just going for the content, kayak content? So, yes, you will. There you go. Yep. Uh, and you answered this sort of already too, Pete. I think Josh Evans on on Facebook asked, "What type of type of cadence can subscribers expect from new content to be released?" Did you say weekly? Yeah, we'll be we'll be weekly. Um, you know, for the for the short term, and you know, we always we started out weekly at Bashu TV, and now now we're releasing three to four seminars a week over at. at or you know at bashu.tv so uh for right now we're, we're doing one a week uh we, we expect to be filming our seminars in january or february of this year so we'll have classroom kayak seminars that we'll be releasing and uh and much more to come uh burn over on youtube 
Pete, since the beat uh, night BU Live has moved to Tuesdays at 11 instead of at night, going forward, does BU plan to interview big kayak winners on BU Live like you do the best book guys? I, we, we do. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're unscripted, you know, we, we kind of make it up as we go along, whatever, you know, on bash you live, we, whatever captures our attention, you know, and it's fascinating to us. And sometimes it's, uh, it's been a, a you know, a BFL winner, um, uh, you know, a, a team tournament, uh, circuit winners, uh, all the way up to the top level. Uh, we just did a, an amazing, I think, I felt like an important show with Scott Martin where we took on Save Lake Okeechobee where they're, you know, trying to deal with all the incoming water and the, the nutrient loading and, and all the, the, the problems, the grass is disappearing because the water's so high. You know, we, we tackle all those types of things at Bashu live. So absolutely. We've, we've had, like I said, we've had uh, several uh, uh, we've had Jody queen on before and we've had several other kayak winners, and, and we'll continue to do it. Uh, Steve-O, the new uh, Bassmaster Kayak Series leader over there, he had a, a great comment, but I'm going to turn it into kind of a question. Appreciate you guys getting this going. Tournaments only bring in so many newbies. This is much needed. So do you guys expect that Bashu Kayak is going to bring in new kayak anglers or at least pique their interest in kayak fishing? Well, I hope so, and – like like I said, you know we we use uh, tournament um, winners, champions, and AOIs as our teachers because they have learned some lessons that are that are really difficult to learn, and they have separated themselves and 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 they have these amazing credentials. But um, they those lessons, man, those those are lessons that apply to whoever might step into a kayak whoever might try bass fishing and it's going to, we want to help them get better. We want to, we want to help them have a really good experience and catch more fish and bigger fish. And, and, you know, that's, that's great. That's great for the sport. That's our goal. So we, we hope it, you know, maybe, maybe it brings a few new faces in, uh, you know, but hopefully it just, it helps the guys get better, you know, take their, take their kid out, helps help them get better. You know, and, and you may get- start out just just wanting to recreational fish, you know, and then you you see some of these seminars and, and you build your confidence. You say, oh, well, I can do this as well as, you know, whoever the instructor was on this video. I might want to try tournament fishing. So they go jump in a local tourney and then a regional tourney and then come on to mm-hmm. the national scene. I think this educational format is the stepping stone to give people that confidence and, and, you know, kind of broaden their horizons to grow into, to getting out and, and helping us build this national tournament trail that, that we love so much. We're building PKAs, Ryan. See that comment there? <laughs> yeah. Be careful, Ryan. You're training the enemy. You Buddy, know? I've, I, everywhere <laughs> I look, there's a new enemy. I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> Keep them no, close. We love it. I, I, you know, if you turn into a tournament angler, fantastic i love it man i i love tournament fishing uh for me it's it's it just it's so much fun and it gets like i talk about you know the levels like level 10 uh when i when you catch you know a big fish when you really need it in a tournament i mean there's just uh there's an excitement there that's just awesome and i love it 
but uh you know we have tons of people that will never turn them they have no interest in it you know they just love it they love to fish and you know they just love to learn and experience go to different bodies of water uh maybe chase their personal best is 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 very interesting to a lot of people and um you know however you enjoy this sport and consume it i don't care i just love that you're here and you know we're building a product to 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 help you catch a few more fish every day think about think about jeff you know last week we had jim Orr on and and him talking about how he didn't really get into to kayak tournaments because he cared anything about fishing tournaments he was taking jackson around from the time he was 13 and jim was just kind of there you know figuring it out and he's like i had to learn you know most of my stuff from from watching jackson figure it out think about a resource like this to where you know you are a parent and your kids interested in something you want to be able to have that knowledge base to you know help them grow in the sport too this is a perfect you know a perfect platform for that you can get on you can learn techniques you can help you know help kind of foster that in your child as they they grow up with this yeah we've got some more questions coming in uh, we've had a couple along this line which is are you going to have any active target videos you need to have prince edwin on to teach forward facing sonar i'm sure you've got a, a library of those from the bass boat side are you gonna have any kayak specific forward facing sim, uh, sonar yeah sonar? yeah 100 we have to it, it's such a powerful force and how people are using it we were talking about it today on on the podcast uh, how you guys are using it ryan and and uh in shallow water using perspective mode but yeah we're we're all in on it and i think i think it's uh it's an important uh thing you know the one of the interesting things and we, we kind of touched on it a little bit today with talking about perspective mode but uh using it in shallow water like everybody right it seems obvious when you're in in that five feet and deeper zone like off ledge fishing a lot of guys are using it effectively using it there but less than two feet uh, we're seeing uh, we're seeing guys use it in the the shallow flats of Florida in the heavy vegetative areas, being able to see the biomass move around. Maybe not even necessarily using it to identify key fish, but you know, moving you know, going into the flats and seeing oh man, there's a ton of bait moving around in here. This it's here. You know, this is this is where I'm going to fish or you know, looking at lanes, looking at, looking at, looking at grass. We had uh, Brian Schmidt win uh, down at Kissimmee and, you know, really the first time I heard about it, using it in, in grass and heavy grass um, where we didn't think it could be used there, you know? So it's, it's, it's constantly morphing and changing, but changing, but you bet, you bet we're going to be diving into it in, in the kayak realm for sure. You can count on it. Uh, I've got some more in here. I think you already answered this as well, asking about getting a Bashu kayak hat. Somebody said he's been a Bashu member since 2013, so he's been there a decade, Pete. Yes. Uh, but he's won one of those Bashu kayak hats. Are those coming soon to the website, you said? Yeah, they're, they're coming soon. You know, We're going to have them available on Tackle Direct. Okay. Uh, we'll let you know when they're there. We don't have them yet. So, uh, you know, we're excited. You, you guys are, you know, hearing this for the first time. You're at the very front of the line. So uh, there we uh, go. Yeah, look 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 at that uh, tackle direct. Probably be a couple weeks. Uh, another one from YouTube, Digs Outdoors asks, "Is Bashu going to have more attitude slash mindset 
in general speakers in the near future. I think that is something the sport that gets massively overlooked. Man, I couldn't agree more. And um, we have, uh, and and you got to go listen to this if you haven't already. And a lot of people have because he's so famous and popular. But Gerald Swindle's positive mental attitude uh, approach to life and fishing. It really, it's really a life seminar that that he gives for us. And he's done. He did a version for us, and then he updated the the version. It's all available on BashU, and and you you don't want to miss it. Uh, it's a powerful thing. Uh, no matter, you know, in your fishing, absolutely. I've said this about fishing forever. Like we all, eventually we all kind of get close to the same. We all get good at jig fishing. We all get good at using our sonar. We, you know, we all get good at a lot of different things. And what separates everybody is what's between the ears. And you see that in professionals, all kinds of professional athletes and sports. And it's absolutely true in fishing. And I am thrilled. Um, we've been wanting to work with him. He's been a friend of mine. Uh, we've been competing against each other for forever. But the Puma, uh, Stephen Browning, and he, oh, yeah. uh, Stephen is, uh, he's, if you've ever watched him, he's, he's competing now in Major League Fishing. He's, he was on Bassmasters forever. And um, he's just always positive, always, you know, getting after it. Uh, no matter how hard it gets, battling to the last moment. And he, we had him give a seminar about that exact approach, his mental approach to competing and to fishing. And, um, and that's, that's available on Bashu TV. And that's, you know, I think it's really important. The mental side of things, man, I, I think I, you know, I wish more guys could, could get a seminar about it because it's so important, but I think the mental part and the strategy, like which is kind of connected to that, we do a lot of stuff there and we will continue to do so, especially in the kayak realm. Like we're talking about it today, how to how to strategize a tournament around a single launch ramp or getting speeding tickets going from one launch ramp to the next, you know, things um, like that happen. <laughs> we, uh, instead of instead of forward facing sonar, we need a seminar on how to use the old school uh, radar radar. <laughs> Radar detectors. <laughs> Maybe I've learned we, I, that was years ago, Jeff. I'm a new man. Right. <laughs> Dude, maybe, we, maybe we just stumbled on something. Maybe we could get our our forward facing transducers and and put them on our dashboard, and they would block that radar signal. Detect maybe. John Law out there. That'd be great. Man, I'm, that Fantastic. could work. For the first <laughs> TOC, Jeff, when I was coming to see you on Lake Wachita. I got pulled over twice in like a three mile stretch down by Pickwick in Decatur, Alabama. <laughs> my Lord. My yeah. Yeah. It was pretty great. Pete, so, you brought up Stephen Browning. That's one of the nicest guys out there. Yeah. His son and mine for many summers would take a little two man bass buggy out and chase bluegill uh, down on Lake Hamilton. So I uh, got oh. a lot of cool, a lot of cool stories down there in hot springs. He was my father-in-law's neighbor for years. And they, they had some great times. And every time I see him, I've never ran into him without a smile on his face. That, that positive great. attitude is always there. He, he is a, he's a killer that way. And uh, you just can't get him down. Uh, we, we had him uh, speak for us in Texas. And uh, I didn't realize this, but w way back 30 years ago, I went to uh, Arkansas to Pine Bluff. My buddy had made the Bassmaster Federation National Tournament. We went out to watch him way in and we we uh we hired a guide to you know take us out for a day and um uh his name was sterling williams 
I, if you're watching Sterling, I, uh, it was awesome. He taught us how to fish around the cypress trees and, and we learned some cool techniques, uh, that, that was so much fun. And as it turned out, Sterling was, uh, Steven's mentor in fishing. And, uh, it's just really, really small world that we kind of just figured out just a few months ago. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Love that guy. Our uh, KBN unofficial legal counsel, Matt Zapala from up in the Northeast, he wants Pete's opinion on the upcoming uh, Cayuga tournament, Ryan. So there's a Hobie Bass Open Series event on Cayuga at the end of June. How do you think the fishing will be up there? Amazing. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the answer is whenever you go to Cayuga, it's amazing. Uh, but we've seen uh, um, uh, just amazing stringers come in, uh, you know, Bailey – Eggbright, is that how you say his name? I was messing up. Egg. <laughs> yeah, we we have no idea how to pronounce anybody's name. Bailey, that's Jeff, Bailey. That's Jeff, that's Jeff Mallet up there too. Yeah, <laughs> we we love Bailey. Bailey just fished a tournament up there on Cayuga, and they blasted them, um, and just giant fish. We're seeing uh, fish like stringer smallmouth uh, in the thirty pound range. <laughs> you know. Uh, and and you have to. I, I apologize because I can't really correlate that in terms of of inches, but the you know, yeah, it's a lot. Well, here here's one of the interesting things: um, the smallmouth are huge and fat, yeah. and in June they're probably still spawning, but they're short. Yeah, I was gonna say I would probably expect that bag up there to probably be around ninety eight to a hundred inches. Because, I, I mean, mm -hmm. while down here we may get 22, 22 and a half inch smallmouth in the river, up there they're they're much bigger around, but their length is usually not not quite as plentiful. Yes, that's exactly that. That's what that's exactly what he said. And, uh, you know, a, a large mouth, um, you know, it'll weigh less, but it'll be it'll be a bit longer. So, uh, you know, large mouth can be the key. But, but Cayuga is just it's a special place. It's so nutrient rich and it's just, it just has big ones and a lot of them. And uh, I think you guys are going to have a blast up there in June. That's, that's pretty awesome. I, uh, I'd love to be up there in June. I'll be up at thousand islands myself that time of year. So uh, uh, the fishing up in New York state, man, it's hard to beat in June and July. It's, it's gotta be the best on the planet. Wow. Matt said he already knew the answer. He just wanted you to pump it up. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's trying to get them numbers up. So that's yeah. easy. It's my favorite place. You know, we we uh, we had a tournament um, in when I fished the Bassmaster Federation. You know, back before the split. If you guys know what I'm talking about, and uh, the 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 we had a I don't know 150 boats, 300 competitors, and we were on Cayuga Lake in in that time range, June and early July, somewhere around there. And it was the first time in the history of our tournament trail there was 300 guys every single person called a limit and that was that was on Cayuga. it's never Sold. happened before <laughs> but it's uh it's changed it's morphed now it's the land of the giants but there's still a ton of fish uh you know but it, i think everything goes through cycles the numbers are big but or the, you know, the, the size is big, but you can count any day you go fish Cayuga. It's going to be a good day. That's awesome. That's awesome. It looks like a legendary place well. up there. I haven't been, Ryan, have you made the trip up there yet? 
I have not myself. I have so. not. No, sir. Nope. Yeah, oh, one of these man. days. Well, you got to. Well, you. I mean, it's a. It's a glacial lake. It's got. It's really crazy because in the middle of the lake, you're. You're. If you go from one bank to the other, it's only. It's a short distance. It's maybe a mile across. You know, at some places, maybe a little more. It's not the, that the far. lake runs. It looks pretty vertical and and narrow. Yeah. It's. It is. It's about forty miles long. And it's very narrow, and it's got two, three, four hundred feet of depth in the in the middle of the lake. It's it's kind of radical. You that's come over my head, Pete. I'm not I'm not getting into that. <laughs> it's it's a little intimidating, you know. You, you idle off the bank; it's all milfoil grass and rocks, and then the the bottom just drops out of the sky. You know, it just it, it just goes and goes. Do you need to take one of those road cones or whatever those guys look through up there? Uh -oh. <laughs> Yeah, what, the flop. One of those Yankees use up there. That's where you take the, where you take the uh, tourist glass bottom kayaks from Florida up there, and, and you're all yeah. set. That's what you do. You need to get one of these. I'm thinking to myself, they are out of a bass boat. They are a colossal pain in the neck to use, man. Literally, <laughs> pain in the neck. Like you got to lay, you got to lay belly down, lean over. You got rod in one hand and a cone in the other. And you're trying to. Oh man, the waves are got you going. It's impossible. Uh, I wonder, you know, you're you're so much closer to the water. Uh, that's got to be a really nice advantage of being in a kayak fishing that way. That's what if cool. Hobie made a flogger that attached to the pedal hole, Steve Fields? You just yeah. plug that sucker right in there, level with the water, and you can spy out your a flogger scope. Yeah, <laughs> your scope. I yeah, like it. Yeah, gadget. Get on that or somebody. Yeah, gadget. Yeah, gear. TH like Marine. It. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Last bottom man. I'm in. Yeah. That'd be fun. Um, what a great show, man. We've had a lot of great comments, a lot of good questions. Um, they're still flying in. I put the hashtag to win up on the screen there and, and put it in the comments. It's hashtag bash you kayak. And we'll use that for the giveaway. Uh, you still have a chance to enter that. Just hit bash you hashtag bash you kayak in the comments. Make sure you like and share because Ryan's checking. He's checking. Oh out. yeah. I am definitely, I've got all the free time in the world to check these things. Yeah. And if you... <laughs> we can, we, we can roll out a, uh, a lie detector for the winner. Yeah, right, right here. Yeah. Right. Pete, Pete yes. will do the voice stress analysis by listening to your response. That's what it is. Yeah. You have to FaceTime Pete and he'll tell us if you're lying or not. <laughs> Perfect. I'm in. Cause Pete now knows how to work an iPhone. Thanks yeah. to Jeff. So we're... Right. who'd have thought, who'd have thought we're pretty you much know. squared up tonight. That's my one contribution to uh bash you kayak is teaching Pete. He's an iPhone. Who'd have thought that would be the case. Uh, I, and I put the link, if you don't win the membership, I put the link to bash you dot bash you dot TV slash kayak in there again, because if, as you recall, there's a special deal going on over there. So make sure you go over there and, yep. and uh, sign up if you don't win. But with that said, let's add this to the, to the stream. Let's do the giveaway, Ryan. What do you say? Let's do it. Pete, here we go. There's always a, a slight pause before the winner is chosen, so don't let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Here we go. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Well, I saw Steve Owen's name on there. I saw Steve Fields. I saw Johnny there. again. I uh, love this. Brian, Brian Wisner, you are the yeah. lucky winner. There you go, oh. Brian. Slide in our DMs, and we'll we'll get the info over to Pete and get you fixed up. Yes, welcome, welcome to the uh, program, Brian. I think you're gonna like it. Let us know. Uh, all, all feedback is welcome. Uh, constructive criticism, whatever you may, you know, you might like to see or, or, or hear or from us, you know, be sure and let us know, man. It's uh, we, we just want to build the best program for you guys. 
And those <laughs> listening to the audio podcast later, you know, shoot us some DMs. Let us know what you think. Uh, check it out. Use that 30 days free. Let us know where we can improve. Like, obviously, this is this is brand new uh, for, for Bash U jumping into the kayak side. Let us know what you want to see. We want to keep evolving this and, and, you know, make it a really uh, fine-tuned product here. 100%. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be using guys like Ryan. Um, you know, Ryan's heading it up for us, and we appreciate that, that the advice and steering us in the right direction. And uh, we're going to make sure that, you know, we get the, we get it right and get the stuff that you guys want to see. And shout out to Charles Daughtry, who my, my boy Chuck, who pushed me into this <laughs> in the first place. So <laughs> thank you to the artist formerly known as Chuck. We miss you. <laughs> What's up, Charles? We, uh, we, we have Charles for a little while, man. I hope he's doing well. Oh, I, we just, the best tagline for the new kayak section is, is in the comments, Ryan. 30 days to PKA. That means that needs to be <laughs> that's it. Marketing. That's, a, that's a selling point right there. Yeah. 30 days to PKA. PKA is professional kayak angler, Pete, by the way. It's not, not anything too derogatory. Yeah. 30 days to PKA. That's your new uh, marketing deal there. Free tonight from Miller time <laughs> on YouTube. We're taking, we're, we're, we're going to implement that immediately. Yeah. <laughs> submit, submit your best 30 days to PKA tattoo for a free membership. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, wow. What a show. Pete, thanks so much for taking the time. I know you've had a long day, um, as always, but like you said, we're talking fishing, so it's a good way to end the, end the night. Yes, this is awesome. I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, thanks so much, and appreciate you guys getting behind it. And, Ryan, thanks so much for what you do for Bash U, and uh, look forward to, uh, you know, the fall and, and what we're going to be bringing this spring. I can't wait to be on site with, with all the kayak guys. I can't wait to be in classroom. Looking forward to that happening uh, in the spring of next year. Going to have fun with it. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. You too. Right, see you, Pete. There we go, Ryan. Awesome stuff. Dude, I'm so glad we got this going. I mean, <laughs> uh, I feel, you know, I feel like it's it was just building and building and building. And we started filming in November last year. And, you know, just the anticipation of waiting to see the final product. So I'm glad we got it off the ground. Thanks for everybody that, you know, has been supportive through this and, and help us, uh, you know, push it out and make this thing successful. That's the, that's the goal here. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, uh, as secrets go in the kayak world, it kind of stayed under wraps for a good amount of time, which is good. It did. I mean, there was a, you know, obviously a core group of, of people involved in the, the planning process, but I, I think, I think you're going to see a lot of expansion done with it, you know, from an angler perspective, uh, but also probably some other media avenues as well. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to what it can do for, uh, you know, not only the anglers using this as an information source, but also the sport in general. You know, I think that's just one more step toward, uh, you know, being taken seriously in the eyes of <laughs> these bigger companies in the industry. Amen. We're getting some great comments saying you guys are knocking out of the park with these episodes. Great job. We got people saying they just signed up. Man, we should have done some rev share with Pete on this for the signups. <laughs> 24 I'll, hours. I'll, I'll send him an email. <laughs> yeah, tell him to send me a hat. We'll call it even. How about that? Deal. We'll be, we'll be, we'll do we'll be that. straight. We'll do that. Nah, good stuff, man. I'm out. I'm done. Got to hit the road tomorrow. Get back to uh, a real job, as they call it. All right, brother. Well, we'll see everybody next week. All we right, go. see y'all.